0: Welcome to What If It All Works Out. My name is Sophie Callahan, and I started this podcast because I wanted to empower women to show up confidently and consistently online as themselves by sharing stories and examples of what things look like when they all work out. My career began in photography and I am now a marketing and mindset coach for female entrepreneurs and the mum to two little girls. I teach you everything that I learned over 10 years in my business about content marketing and building the life of my dreams so that you can do the same. My guests here have inspiring stories to tell, knowledge for us to learn from, and really valuable experiences to share with us. So grab a cup of tea and get ready for conversations that will change your mindset, your business, and the way you show up in your life. Welcome to the very first episode of What If It All Works Out, which, by the way, is a podcast that was named by you guys. So I polled my Instagram audience with my shortlist of podcast names, and this was your absolute favourite by a mile. So I'm really excited that you guys have kind of got to be a part of this launch with me. So this podcast stems from the discussions that I have day in, day out, with some of the most incredible Inspiring and interesting people. I get to work with a lot of wonderful small business owners in my job. Um, and I feel like everybody has something to teach us, right? Um, and I wanted a platform that allowed me to share those stories and those messages and lessons that I get to hear all the time from other coaches, other experts, um, people who've achieved success or, you know, overcome challenges or had maybe life-changing experiences, maybe found fame or reinvented themselves. There are all kinds of people with all kinds of stories that we can gain inspiration from. And for a really long time now, I have wanted to launch a podcast that brought all of these messages together to inspire and empower women. And it just hasn't been the right time. So I'm hoping that now is the right time. So here we are. Mostly, as I said, I'll be chatting to other people who I think have stories that we can learn from. But I'll also be doing the odd solo episode just like this, where I will chat through something that I either feel is important or valuable or that I have found is really landing with my current clients and students at any one time. Now, in case you haven't come across me before, in case you've landed here through some obscure rabbit hole on the Internet. Um, my name is Sophie Callahan. I am a marketing and mindset coach for female entrepreneurs and I help women to show up with consistency and confidence online. Whether that is for their business, for a personal brand, as an influencer, standing up for a cause, um, as the social media manager for a family-run business, in whatever capacity you need to show up, I want to help you do that in a way that you feel really good about and in a way that is sustainable and doable and fits in with your life. So that is my mission as a coach. I don't believe that one size fits all when it comes to growing an audience online. Um, I don't believe that we all need to fit into the same social, social media schedule. I don't believe that we should all be posting the same thing. I'm a big believer in advising, testing, experimenting and giving you the confidence to go out and do that. And I teach strategies and methods that um, work with your life, not against it. And I always aim to give you more freedom and flexibility. And my hope is that by bringing people, other people onto this podcast, I can add value to the stuff that I already teach. Um, I can prove that you are just as capable and worthy of success as anybody else out there. Um, I can show you how powerful creating content and putting it out into the world can be. I can show you that everybody starts somewhere and faces challenges. And ultimately, I can show you exactly how amazing it can be when it really does all work out. And as this is episode one, I thought I would start with my own story about how I came to be here on this podcast, teaching women about marketing and all of that fun stuff. So I built my first business when I was 19 as an event photographer, um, and my dad invested in it and he helped me scale it. So we turned it into a photography, fr- um, event photography franchise along with my boyfriend, who now happens to be my husband. So, obviously, didn't do us too much damage working together. Um, so I was sat in my office with my dad. We'd rented this little office space on a farm just down the road from our home. Um, and I was sat there with my dad, and we were both working on our own computers. I don't know, um, maybe emailing event organizers or putting together franchise packs or something equally as boring. Um, completely silent, and actually. I wasn't doing anything that I was meant to be doing at all. I was scrolling through the Facebook page of a photographer who exclusively photographed horses and just a little background about me. I have always had horses in my life. I've ridden since the age of three Um, I've always been that like horse crazy girl who galloped around the playground at school. Um, so I was looking at these beautiful photographs that this woman had taken and I was just wishing that I had taken them. So I had built this event photography business and I was so grateful to my dad and to my boyfriend for helping me with it and believing in it and, you know, investing their time and their energy into it. And but honestly, I just hated it. It was so corporate and just nothing like the career that I had imagined for myself as a self-employed photographer. Um, I didn't want to ever photograph another football tournament in the cold again, or ever have to train another franchisee. It was just so far from the freedom I had been originally aiming for that it just wasn't even funny. You know, I was in an office most of the week, and then photographing events on the evenings and weekends. So, I was frustrated. There was absolutely no work-life balance whatsoever. I was really burnt out. I was uninspired. I was bored and I just really wanted out. You know, how many of you have been in jobs where you've felt like there just must be more to life than what you're doing? So I was sat in this office and I was procrastinating and my dad obviously noticed what I was doing because clearly I'm not doing anything productive and anything I'm supposed to be doing. Um, And I just said to him, I want to take photos like this. I want to try and add equine photography to my portfolio and do something that really lights me up. Now, I need to preface this by saying that my dad is not a photographer. He also isn't into horses at all. Um, And he is the most supportive dad in the world, but he will not steer me wrong. He will not say, be my yes man and say, okay, yeah, go and do that because he thinks it's, you know, it's what I want to do. But He just said, you know, that sounds fun, but I don't think there's a business there. I don't think anyone's going to pay for photos of their horses. And honestly, at the time, I just assumed that he was right. You know, he's my dad and he had my best interests at heart and he's got far more business experience than me. And, you know... I felt like I was tied into this event photography franchise, really. I felt a sense of obligation because I couldn't just leave. There was too much too, too much risk, too many other people relying on me. Um, and, you know, I'd worked really hard to get to where I was at the time. So I said to him, like, OK, how about I just do this in my spare time? So it would just scratch a creative itch for me. I know I'll really enjoy it. I love working with the horses and I promise you know it won't get in the way of the business I'll just do it as like a side hustle um, for me and of course you know he said yes sure off you go and you know I didn't need his permission but we discussed it and we decided that was what I was going to do and I started roping in friends who had ponies and taking photos of them and their horses and the thing was obviously in my head I was thinking right I need to prove this concept I just feel like in my gut, this is what I'm meant to be doing. And I was feeling so pulled to this idea. Um, And, you know, something was just calling me towards being an equine photographer. It just felt so me. And despite coming to this compromise with my dad, I knew that I was going all in every spare moment I got, right? So I became obsessed, Um, which, you know, I'm sure a lot of you will relate. I often do when I'm really passionate about something. And within one year of that conversation in that little rented farm office, we had sold our event photography business because I was completely fully booked with equine photography. And I ended up doing that job full time for 10 years and it completely changed my life. So I ended up turning bookings away every single year because I literally couldn't take any more clients on, which is a really good problem to have, right? Right. Um, And my business was super niche and I basically travelled the UK taking photographs of girls in gorgeous dresses riding their ponies with the sun setting in the background. Super, super niche in a really tiny nutshell. Um, And, you know, it started off as a passion project and as a side hustle and a creative outlet. And I just really wanted to do something that I loved every single day. And I'd seen other women building equine photography business and I just wanted that to be me. And let me tell you, at the beginning, it wasn't just my dad. Nobody thought that this business would work. Nobody took it seriously. I didn't have a single penny to put towards it. Everyone just thought that it was a little hobby. You know, i had always been the girl at school who themed all of her projects around ponies, right? And I think everyone just thought that this was just another fun little project. And honestly, sometimes I felt really silly for thinking that this might work and for spending time and effort on it. I felt like that little girl playing ponies again. And, you know, when even my dad who supported everything I'd ever done told me that he didn't think this was going to work, you know, even he didn't get it. But it turned out that it didn't matter because it wasn't for him and it wasn't for anyone else. It was for me and it was for my clients and it didn't need everybody to believe in it. It just needed me to believe in it. And that's what I did. So I ended up being named one of the leading equine photographers in the UK. I partnered with huge names such as Jules Badminton Horse Trials, Horse of the Year Show. I interviewed Olympic gold medals on my vlog. Um, Charlotte Jardin, Carl Hester, I had Ben Hobday on my vlog. Um, I worked with over 800 horse owners photographing their horses. And I even worked with the Royal Windsor Horse Show on an image of one of the Queen's horses for the cover of their programme. And I have a photo of the queen holding my photograph of her horse. So I can safely say that this career surpassed every dream or expectation I would even have known to hope for. Um, And all I did to make it work was I taught myself through hours of research and learning and trial and error and experimentation, how to use content to attract my dream customers. So when I say I became obsessed, I mean obsessed. I just consumed everything that I could get my hands and eyes on that had to do with anything to do with content marketing, brand building, consumer psychology, blogging, social media, anything. I just absorbed all of it as much as I could. um. And I just worked out what my ideal customer wanted to see, what they enjoyed, what they connected with. And I put content out that then created customers on demand. So the more work I needed, the more intentionally curated content I put out. And it really became that simple. And that was how I made a successful business that nobody believed in with absolutely no experience or no money to help me. And, you know, at the time it was just amazing. Honestly, I felt like I'd won at life. I was doing my absolute dream job. I had proved all of the naysayers wrong. And here's what I know to be completely true. I have nothing that you don't have, okay? If I can do this, then you can do it too. Everything I have learned is, you know, acquired knowledge and skills that I have developed. I wasn't born with any of it. I made a commitment to myself and to my business and to my purpose to get good at this stuff. But you know, the importance of implying these lessons to your business and to your brand will be the difference between you creating customers on demand and you continuing to struggle to convince your audience to buy anything you offer and feeling like you are always operating from a place of desperation and scarcity. Now, over the past four years, I have started my family. I have two very small children. Molly is three and Tabby is one. Um, and I wanted to be at home more with them. And, you know, with the photography, I was all over the country all the time. And it just wasn't practical in the end. And maybe I will go back to that one day. It's You know, I've left the door open. But right now, I stay home and I teach everything that enabled me to build my business to other small business owners just like you so that you can live the life of your dreams and build a really flexible, low-pressure, high-impact business beyond your wildest imagination too. So, you know, I spent 10 years, many sleepless nights, a lot of blood, sweat and tears seeing what works and then I spent the last three years putting the most effective strategies I have found into my programme so that you don't have to. Because here's the thing, from my journey the big thing that I discovered was that we are only a consistent marketing strategy away from building the business that we've been dreaming of. I learned that online marketing was the most affordable, effective way for any small business owner to land their offers in front of their ideal client over and over again without causing themselves to completely burn out and overwhelm in the process. So knowing that, I want to roll up our sleeves and I want you to join me for every episode coming up i have some really exciting guests to talk to you um and you know we can really dig into this and that's going to kind of be the premise of a lot of these discussions we're going to talk about marketing we're going to talk about a lot of mindset because one of my clients you know a lot of my clients come to me with what they think are marketing problems but it turns out they're really mindset problems and the two very very much go hand in hand so we're going to talk about marketing we're going to talk about mindset We're going to talk about success failures Everything that goes into getting a business to a point where it's achieving dreams and it's, you know, building a lifestyle and that kind of thing. And I absolutely cannot wait for this journey. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week on the second episode of What If It All Works Out.